everybody, and welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassion please for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Oh, that's right. Right now, it's just Matt. Mike's coming. We uh, we have a struggle to figure out some show topics for today. So we said, let's do a quick episode. I negotiated with my beloved wife and said, hey, bedtime starts at seven o'clock. What if, what if after reading time, I showed up and made things easy instead of we put them to bed and then I talk through them trying to sleep. We got it done now. And that's what we're going to try. So for all the podcast listeners, you couldn't give less of two fucks. But for all my buddies on YouTube right now, it's uh, good to see anybody that's showing up. We have a few people that have shown up here. Hope to see you guys. Uh, hope to see you guys in a second here uh, popping up in the comments. I, I am getting a warning that there's an error. Can't post comments due to some destinations. Let's see what we got here. I don't know. Let's we'll see what happens. If uh if I don't get any comments here in the first 5 minutes, we'll run over to YouTube and see what YouTube has to offer. If anybody wants to throw in a comment just now, just say, "Hey, I'm watching." And then I'll know that it's working. Um but any hoozles, uh coming up with uh, coming up short, I should say, with any show topics, which is why I'm just jumping in here. We're going to try and do a half hour on uh, three different topics, trade deadline tactics, uh, forward line face-offs, and uh, all-star game overhaul. Hey, there's Dan B. Okay, it's working. We are working here on YouTube. Uh, we're also live right now on X, if you guys want to check us out there. Um, anybody listen to the podcast? Normally, um, normally we have a bunch of slides to show y'all, but both... YouTube viewers and podcast listeners, you guys are going to be in for the same show. You're just going to you're going to miss out on my sweet ass hat and my Dylan Larkin jersey. That's that's what you're going to be missing today. Uh, Mike's aboard. I'm bantering with myself. There's me, Armano. Yeah. Mike, I've. Is it a passion, please, motherfuckers? What's up? <laughs> Mike, I, I set up uh, I set up our good friends, our, our listeners now, so they know that uh, we're kind of short on on show topics. But we came up, uh, Mike. You came up with a few things uh, right off the top of your head, which I I was, Mike. I'm so proud of you. You made my day. Like uh, I love Man, you. If I could send that gif of Goofy twirling his ear, his ear like hair, I would send it to you. <laughs> So let's let's start with the first one here because you said trade deadline tactics. And I think there's a few ways we can interpret that. Uh, and I would say we could ask the question at this point, we could bring up here uh, the current NHL standings. I'll, I'll give me a sec here and I'll start bringing uh, start bringing this. We can share with our good friends. Yeah, I mean, we kind YouTube. of alluded to it that this is Matt, maybe the biggest month in uh recent red wing history um first of all we were really bummed that we played like absolute diarrhea in that ottawa game oh that was really really hard to watch uh basically an, un an unwatchable loss that of course every time we go to the game uh they play like crap so it's it's kind of our fault um but we we said this is kind of a must win because it's such a difficult february matt um 
And this February has a ton of tough games on it. Aaron Conway, playoff bound. I don't know if he means the Red Wings or just he's going to the playoffs. Um, <laughs> the, uh, like, for us to justify being a buyer, um, you kind of want to go at least 500 in this very, very difficult month, this very, very difficult slate of games. Um, so I know, I know we got to kind of cross that bridge first before we start talking about what we're doing at the deadline. Because it's an entirely different conversation, um, you know, March first. So I, we could look at you know potential target areas. Um, I don't know if going for a and Aaron, Aaron Conway confirming both that the Red Wings are playoff bound and he too will be playoff bound. Good for Aaron. Um, and Richard Perkins is watching. Thanks, Richard. Yeah, shut up, Jared. Everybody knows there's a show going on. Kidding, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> no i um, i mean it, it's it's a it's a god it's such a complicated question to answer right now but i think you know what you you didn't even you didn't say trade deadline tactics um i think what you said was it feasible right now and uh chat gpt came up with the show title of trade deadline tactics i should point that out um well i meant like we want to get reasonable gets um i have seen some smoke that uh Montreal is coming for my boy Zegris. Um almost as much as I am. Can I and, can I say I, I know I'm not I don't want this to sound like an insult to your want of Zegris. But you saying that nothing in any Zegris trade rumor has made more sense than the Montreal Canadiens landing Trevor Zegris with um with their track record, I would say. I that Sure. Yeah. I'll give you that. I, and how about, uh, wasn't it Trevor Zegras and uh, Cole Colefield that were at the Rocket Mortgage Classic this past summer? Uh, as Cole Colefield was the um, caddy for Trevor Zegras. As Dylan Larkin invited his buddies uh, to the Detroit-based Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, so maybe there's just some friendship ties in there that uh, are going to come into play. But I, forget all that. Nothing has made more sense than the showman trevor zegris to make his way to montreal i don't know if i don't know if he wants to be in montreal per se yeah but is, um, is per se is latin that... or can i pretend that's french because we're talking about montreal uh, i do per se sounds per latin. Se is latin yeah, yeah okay um, Damn it. but Damn it. i don't know if we also want to tie it into um the athletic publishing an article today of the best and worst top lines for every team in the nhl and basically noting that the red wings because of the way they've designed their their play this season, um, they have scored a lot of goals, but they've also given up a lot of goals. So they've been really rough defensively, and it's basically been a slight positive, like net. Um, but you know, it, it means that they're not very high in the rankings. You know, behind you know the Vancouver's, the you know Dallas's. Um, I think the Golden Knights are up there as well. Um, and they said that a lot of the success um, occurred when Larkin played with Debrinket, which once Kane comes back, uh, we're probably not going to see very much of anymore. Um, so I don't know if this article, you know, makes you think about, you know, getting another wing, um, you know, for that, either for Larkin or for the, you know, second line. Um, if you want to think about defense, because, you know, like the articles alluded to, like we've talked about so many times so far this season, um, if our defense and our goaltending were better, maybe our, you know, offensive 
offensively geared uh, philosophy on the ice, maybe it would lead to more wins. Um, we wouldn't have to cling to lucky, low danger, high shooting percentages, Matt. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Couple, well, I see I, you're bringing up the graph here for the for the folks just listening. Yeah. Um, so we've. I mean, we're going in so many different directions here. So I think there yeah. is definitely a conversation for like who we're are just, we going to bring. Just, three plates but it's because they're all kind of tied together right and i i would say uh with this one of the asterisks so this is the athletics article that's ranking all of the top lines in the league their their base was goal for percentage versus goals against goals against percentage so when they're on the ice um i don't know if max boltman wrote the detroit red wings portion great great call out how much of the season had just god awful goaltending and and uh, bring into the conversation. I know we get questions all the time, like what's the difference between expected goals against, and you know why aren't we just talking about the actual goals in the back of the net? Well, this is one of those reasons that you would want to be uh, more pragmatic and talk about you know what what are the players actually doing on the ice to allow chances on net versus the goals going in the back of the net. And uh, there's two again two different aspects again to talk about this graph is the difference between. Dylan Larkin playing with Tabrinkit, not playing with Tabrinkit, but in ranking this line, I think it was 21st or 22nd out of all NHL teams and all first lines. Yeah. That is a huge aspect of this that's that's getting missed. Now, I I think uh if we scroll back up to the top, and I'm gonna make everybody throw throw up here uh as I do. Um, you know, Florida Panthers goals four per 60, 355. Uh, Dallas Stars, 4.23. Vegas Golden Knights, this is, again, is goals 4 per 60, 3.6. Detroit Red Wings, 3.54. That's the goals 4 per 60. Not taking into account all those goals going against. I wonder how much higher this ranking actually is with a full season of Alex Lyon and not Vili Husso, not James Reimer. That's... And Hutch. Yeah. One game of Hutch. <laughs> One Hutchy. Um, that's where I saw this and I immediately challenged it. Because I you get a lot of good production there. And you know what? This also doesn't take into consideration is I think we all agree there's one solid D pairing out there. Even though this is measuring the forward lines, there's still going to be two defensemen that are also on the ice when these statistics are calculated. So Bad goaltending, struggling defensemen once you get past the first pair. So there's so many things that go into this, but you're asking your first line to score. And if we take a quick look at this, I mean, you're top top five, top six. I see Penguins are doing great. Vancouver's doing great. Colorado's doing amazing. Um, you know, maybe... It's definitely in the top half of the league, but definitely within the top 10, the Red Wings are are at right now. And that's still with a lot of inconsistency on that top line as they tried to balance the scoring going from, you know, spreading to brink it out to playing more with Patrick Kane. Um, you know, I do, I do, I do like the aspect of Dylan Larkin getting more offense when he's playing with Debrinket. I wonder if that is because, Debrinket's getting a little more coverage. I would ask that question. I haven't done enough to study, but I would assume that would be the case. I haven't studied film on that, but again, I assume, uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of Dylan Larkin. Like, think about 
that Ottawa Senators game that we went to. Dylan was able to carry the puck from the boards to the center of the ice and whip one right past, uh, what, Corpusalo, I think the Senators put out there. Yeah. And that's because you've got some other guys on the ice that can grip it and rip it. But Larkin can also shoot, and right now they're giving him the space to, <laughs> to, to go ahead, skate right between the circles and fire one. And that's yeah. not the first time, even in the last, you know, couple of weeks that we've seen Dylan Larkin do that. Um, so, and, uh, by the way, Dan B kind of jumping in here, um, wait, the wings top line is an elite level shocking, which yeah, we know, but also saying Minnesota better than Detroit. Um, yeah, I think it's just because we were so bad at preventing goals from going in. So that that's kind of what skews these numbers for sure. Um, so yeah, I think just, just a, a slight improvement defensively and you kind of, you can rack it up this list, but we've, we've, we've been pretty putrid, um, on that side of the ice. Yeah. I, I would just say, I think, I think there's so many factors in this. I, I, <sighs> you don't want to like, I, you can see some value in it, but you contextually, it's hard to really be like, make this the only takeaway for the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I I feel like there's so many variables mixed into this. It, it's hard to call this your first line goal differential. You know what I mean? If there's some way to pull out the defenseman out of this or I, I'll just say I it's... I think that I think there's a lot of flaw that's hurting me with with trying to like come up with a talking point that's like, yeah, the Red Wings do need to figure this out. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers could bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. 49ers are favored right now. Negative two. Are you going to be putting some money down on those crappy, crappy Niners that took down your Detroit Lions? Or are you going to go for Taylor Swift's Kansas City Chiefs? You decide. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. New customers can bet 5 bucks get to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Four six seven three six nine in Connecticut. Help is available for problems gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, twenty one plus age varies. Restriction varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred and sixty eight hours after issuance. DKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility gaming resources. Um, Because I, I well, think there's Craig, still a solution. Craig McDonald right there with you, too, saying take December out. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I will say the baffling I'll... thing there for me as a uh, holder of uh, Yari on Pittsburgh and fantasy hockey, it does blow my mind how low their uh, goals against are. Because he's he's been pretty bad. I You know what? He leads in shutouts. That might be doing 
so quite he's a bit. kind of just bipolar either yeah. all or nothing yeah i think i think he's actually turning in a successful <laughs> save percentage and goals against because yeah. of that and Blake, uh, Blake uh, with a sup like going crash what's up fuckers what's up like <laughs> they do but um mike i heard a new uh a brand new level of Ooh. crass dialogue and lyrics today yeah uh, my work decided to bring in snoop dog for our all company meeting oh. somebody i i have to believe somebody's getting a talking to tomorrow because mike we were asking does snoop bring in the strippers or does he go local because <laughs> that, that was speaking of crass I just had to deal with a whole new level that I've never experienced, and uh, basically a free Snoop Dogg concert at work today. It's kind of nice. That's um, it was cool. fun. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, so all this being said, well, he's no think... uh, ludicrous. Ludicrous had hoes in all the area codes. I can't attest to what Snoop's got going on. Somebody just talked about a Ludicrous and Janet Jackson concert that happened in the last couple years that I missed. It's like I would have. I would have joined that. That would have been fun. Um, Anywhoozles. So let's take this information, right? Red Wings still sitting in a wild card spot. Hey, we just saw uh, Toronto uh, lose lose the other day. Uh, Because I want to take this, kind of sum up. uh, I'm going to bring up the the standings again. I want to kind of get to this point of like, what what do we want to trade for? What, What makes sense and what, what makes sense for this team long-term and what makes sense based on what we see right here, which is the, again, Atlantic division standings. Um, Leafs, Red Wings, owning those bottom two wildcard spots. Uh, that narrative that Elliot Friedman put together for us a couple weeks ago, getting should be getting a lot of life here with Toronto not really showing that this is the team to win the cup. Uh, definitely might not be buying. They have thirty four thousand available on the cap. Could be, could be, <laughs> could be selling. Uh, but any, anyways, um, do you do you look at this? Do you do you feel solid? Like let's pull up the wild card here, right? Um, Philly's got fifty one games played, so you got to figure. You know, at some point we might be in a battle with Philly uh, if they drop off the top three in the Metro. Uh, fifty one games played, and we're tied at fifty eight points. Um, we're still. You know, battling with Carolina there. Um, so this is if they drop off, you know, can we have that battle? With the Atlantic, Tampa, 50 games, one extra point than us. We definitely could have used that extra point uh, against Ottawa the other night. But um, I think you said it best, Mike. Uh, the Red Wings did not turn in a great game that night. They kind of lucked no, out to get the single point. There's a there's a team-wide protest uh, to playing well whenever we're in attendance. So at least they see us up in the stands. How bad is Ottawa that they couldn't pull, uh, like just an absolute? I don't know a blowout in that. I I don't know. Um, but anyways, there's a lot of Carl Havocs out there. I don't want to be around anymore. So I I was gonna say the road upwards, some potential here to hit this third spot, some definite potential here, even if the Metropolitan Division gets a couple of these guys knocked out for us to still hold on to a wild card spot. So when you go below. The wild card spot. Uh, the Islanders, who I think they were the ones who took out the Leafs, if my memory serves me correctly here. Uh, same games played as the Red Wings at this point. Four points below. Uh, Pittsburgh, three games in hand. 
five points below. They could play those three games, win. Boom, there you go. But what you, to, to be more accurate here with how you'd want to interpret this, you say three games played, you move on over to the uh, points percentage. Mike, take 5.64% of those three games. There's your more accurate representation of where Pittsburgh will stand. Red Wings have a wild card spot still. And everyone below Pittsburgh is uh, far enough out. Yep, uh, New Jersey two games, but they're five points out. Yeah, everyone could win all their games out and not catch up to the wing dings up to their 50 games. So, I, Mike, this is the most solid <laughs> we've seen the Red Wings in a playoff spot. We haven't been this solid 50 games in with 32 to play in quite a while. Wait, the existence of this show. Quite a bit <laughs> of tumbling available, but, man, there could also be a, an ascendance. Oh, so an you want to talk about going up? I just made up? up a word. I said ascendance instead of ascent. So I don't care. I'm too dumb to catch it. So as we make our ascendance up to the number three <laughs> spot in the Atlantic Division... Um, Aaron Conway thrown out there. Leaf suck. Wing it, ding, ding, baby. Aaron, I love it. Um, I mean, that's that's definitely another piece of this conversation here too. Um, who do the Leafs sure have tonight? You know, like that's that's another. Yeah, definitely. We got a, we got a scoreboard watch. Um, by the way, after the show tonight, uh, you do have on TNT slash HBO Max, Tampa and the Rangers. We are Rangers fans oh. tonight. Yeah, yeah, let the Rangers win the Metro. I don't care. Um, we also have Dallas. We would it would be really nice of them to uh defeat Toronto. That'd be I'd really appreciate it. Toronto with an early power play, but zero zero at this point. Yeah. Uh so everybody, all the podcast listeners, they will know more in the morning where this stands, but it would be pretty nice to see uh the lightning and the leafs go down. Um okay. So where I sit. I think I think this is God damn it. I think this is legit. I've said since the beginning of the season this team had the talent to make it to the playoffs. Maybe not at the beginning of the season, maybe like a month in. I was like, all right, I, I think we can do this. But is it worth Losing some of those futures for something right now. And for the longest time, Mike, I have said, no, it is not worth any futures. You can bring me a new piece of the core, but I don't want to do any rentals. And Mike, at this point, I am ready to stand pat. I am not moving on that. I'm <laughs> absolutely still the same conversation. Whoever's... Ready to get rid of Bergeron for a rental. You're crazy. Just hang on to Bergeron. Let's see what happens because you're not winning the cup this year. Um, but absolutely, Mike. I think I think if you can find somebody that either you'll get some commitment if they are labeled as a rental now, but you can get some commitment on some future um, years. I don't know, on the back end, once they're gone or uh, labeled as a free agent and they come back. Uh, or if you can get some level of, yes, I, I would like to be here. Um, we used to be told that Steve Eiserman could have that conversation with free agents and players across the league, and they were all about the Iser plan. We haven't heard that in a little bit. But um, 
<laughs> but here we are. Uh, how how do you how do you fix this team? I I think. God damn it. Um. I think Oof. when it comes, I think when it comes to this team and the feasibility of the trade deadline, I think I think right now you're gonna make smaller fix, more long term kind of fix would be nice anything in the short term even if it does get us the spike and when i say a spike i mean like maybe that goal differential can spike up in the top six here um but it's only for a season i'm i'm willing to i'm i'm willing to let that you know just fly think, into uh... the abyss i i will trade that i will trade that happening to us for holding on to draft picks and prospects right now the uh, I think the the main piece here is uh, Johnny Bear Grin, the dancing grinning bear himself. Um, we got some people coming in, Dan B and Craig. Uh, Dan B saying I think he's traded for defense. Dan, I kind of do too. Um, and Craig throwing in there, Bear Grin needs to bulk up. Um, yeah, it would help with his trade value. Um, I wouldn't mind him eating a few, uh, you know, burgers minus the bun. So I. I I think that's a good idea. Um, I don't know if that's really our first pivot. Um, it's like Red Wings that were willing to trade at this juncture. Because um, you kind of, you know, you got to give up value to get value. Um, and so, you know, we can't just throw trades out there that it's, well, it's Robbie Fabry in a seventh rounder for, uh, you know, Kucherov just to help out Tampa Bay with their cap sheet a little bit. <laughs> um well we so, can't, can't land that one yeah i don't know if we can land that plane man uh right. not not in tampa all right, um, all right so i don't know if the first discussion we want to have is like who you're willing to lose to improve this team and whether you think it's too much of a loss based on adding someone with what you would trade for this guy would not make us good enough to even win so what's the point yeah, I think I think that's where uh I get stuck cuz it's like I I will trade There there are a lot of pieces on this team right now that I will trade to make a significant upgrade and include draft picks, right? Um so we're talking about prospects. Nobody knows for sure on what's going on with said prospect. Ugh. Could they be moved out? There's some potential value there plus these draft picks do that to again upgrade that top six um that's where you're trying to hope that there's belief from the opposing team that you're trading with that they they see that potential too so that's where you're making that upgrade now but if if this is again if this is something that's only going to help us in the short term i i don't i don't want to do it like there's names like we've been talking all season and I've been kind of banging this drum. Um, I know we have other folks that from the Calgary Flames were talking about Chris Tanev. Um, I've been pretty high on Noah Hannafin. Uh, I brought him in, Mike, on my NHL 24 franchise. Uh, we actually ended up winning five straight Stanley Cups. I can't think of another way to base my belief that this trade will work uh, than to state that plainly, simply. Mike, that's where it's at. Now, uh, if you guys want to get more into like the analytics here, we could pull up Hannafin's uh, wrap-up chart from Evolving Hockey, um, which, funny enough, um, 
thought it was I thought it was kind of weird that there's all of a sudden Ooh. this play. Yeah. Yeah. There's this um, play on yeah. uh, on social media yeah. that uh, maybe there's a problem with analytics. And the conversation started with uh, Prashanth Iyer, which I was like, OK, buddy, because uh, the guy that he likes wasn't. It wasn't well, working I, out. I kind of have a little game for you. Yeah. Uh, ooh, look at Noah go. Um, he kind of looks like Pete Rasmussen last year. I like that a lot. Um, Matt, we're going to play a little game. Uh, it's just from um, one of my favorite WWE gifts of all time when Shawn Michaels is kicking Ric Flair in the face. He says, I'm sorry, I love you. Matt, I'm going to give you five prospects for the Red Wings. Oh, real quick, too. Craig throws out there Hannafin with the extension. Right, yeah. correct. Hannafin's also 27, which is where it's like, okay, you can make this work for the uh, future going forward. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Mike. Yeah. So, uh, Shawn Michaels kicks Ric Flair in the face and ends his career. Uh, he says, I'm sorry, I love you. Well, bam, super kick. So, Matt, I'm going to give you five players, and you're going to either pick, I'm sorry, or I love you. And I love you means no way am I trading this guy. Oh, I like this. Okay. Matt, prospect number one, Simon Edmondson. <laughs> I didn't think I'd stump you on that one. I thought that would be the easiest one. I'm sorry. I love you. Oh, my God. Are you tuning up the band? You're tuning yeah. up the band for Edmondson? Yeah, give me all the phone calls. Matt taking phone calls. Matt, can you give the us only, uh, the only problem for me I, is yeah. like I I I would take a phone call and anyone. Okay. Um there's nobody safe on this team. Uh we don't have guys that we we are like, oh no, this guy has to be on the roster. Like you're and throwing I, this... away three years of club control for a six foot six left side defenseman with Oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm ability. trading for Noah Hannafin. I'm sorry. I, I'm not trading for part. Noah Hannafin, Matt. I'm putting prospects up there. It doesn't. No, it's not necessarily Hannafin. Oh, okay. So I'm am I? Am I across listening? the board? You're listening. You're not hanging up. Uh, yeah. Give me, give me those Simon Edmondson phone calls. Matt, I'm sorry, or I love you, Matt. Elmer Soderblom. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love you. No. Might not even. Not Matt. even. Might not even say I'm sorry. Wow, you tuned up the band. You don't even tune up the band. You just went for the Shelton Benjamin super kick off the top rope. Okay. <laughs> Matt, this is uh this is a little easier than I thought it would be for you. Um you're six, Yeah, Dan six Dan throws this out there. Depend depends on what we're getting, question mark, question mark. Um let's maybe fine tune it a little bit because you're not getting Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> you're getting the usual right. kind of players available at the trade deadline. Guys on expiring deals, guys about to turn thirty years old. Performance art throws out there if they trade Bergeron, I'll have to question the Iser plan. Well, be prepared for some questions, performance art, because it's coming, buddy. It's coming. Because, Matt, the next one on I'm sorry I love you, Johnny Burgers. Oh, my God. I'm sorry I love you. Yeah. Oh, no, Matt. Prospect extraordinaire. He just comes up NHL level, just scores goals, and we whack a mole him back down to the AHL. Matt, you're going to whack a mole him all the way to another state. Yeah, this I mean that's a guy we've seen called up a couple of times and look. 
there's sure things. There's things that work out in the long run. But if people are calling for burgers, there's value out there in the NHL. That means that we could get value back. And if the value back is fitting the holes, that could help this team right now and going in the future. But right now, this team's in a playoff spot with Johnny Burgers not even on the roster. Yeah, I'm taking those phone calls. Jared, throwing out burgers, getting less looks than Zadina. Ouch. Woo. Matt. Maybe the Sharks will come calling. Ooh, man. Uh, Derek Hand. I, this this is burgers is as good as gone already. That Ooh. is. You know what, Derek? Too. Um, tomorrow is silly day for the NBA because their trade deadline is wild. Um, there's already players with fake injuries today because they're just anticipating a bunch of trades tomorrow. So I'm wondering oh, nice. if burgers is going to get a fake injury here um, as we roll into February. Matt, I'm sorry. I love you. Nate Danielson. All right. Man, you he's got red hair. All right. He's very, very excited to be a Red Wing. Um, all he does is get points every single game. Uh, we need a center. He's got a big skeleton body. He's just got to fill it out with some man meat. He's man, pretty... give me big red. He's he's got he's got some beef already. Um you know, I'm. I'm. I said it earlier. I I would have traded him for Elias Patterson. Um, but that was a package deal of him, Edvinson, and Casper, and a first round pick, and another first round pick. I think I said earlier this year. So it, I I would. I don't think that's coming. So I'm. I'm just just to make this game more interesting. I'm going to hold on to Nate and and remind you. We did say uh 7:30, so I can already feel Uh-oh. the Velociraptor at the window going. <laughs> Because I'm supposed to be helping just, with bedtime. Just snorting at the glass. Uh-huh. Um, Ready to man, come in and eat me. I got two more for you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna see the I'm handle sorry. here turning I'm in a sorry, second. Sorry, I love you, Matt. Ooh, Newsy grew. I really like that image too. I don't know if that's a greatest hit, and somebody just updated their name, but is uh Buchelnikov a legit oh, prospect? Buchelnikov. Buchelnikov. No, I like to put a little extra ooh in my pronunciation. Um, has anyone actually watched games? Matt, are they even legal to watch outside of maybe Russian Reddit? Well, we we've all dubbed him uh like all the the sickos that he's legit because we've seen highlights. Um, but I, I think that's that's one to just kind of cross your fingers on. Um Okay. Um, by the way, uh performance art is uh he is not super kicking Danielson away. He says you don't even know what you have yet. Um but I is that he's... is that not is that not a time to? I mean, the risk is still out That's... there. It'll be out there for both sides. So it could be the best time to trade a maybe for a definitely. Yeah, but that is the first one I'm going to hold on to. If Newsy's uh, Newsy Grew is thrown out there, is uh, should we trade Bush? I, I'm I'm going to hang on to that one too. That one I feel like uh, the risk reward, like the reward on that, seems like it could be high and legit. But to label anything good to go, I am. I've learned enough, Mike, since we started this podcast. I'm never doing that again. I thought last year Simon Edmondson was on this team. So, whatever. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. He's but... just not. He's not as good as Jeff Petrie, Matt. Maybe one day. All right, continue. You have one All right, man, We got two more. I know we're pressed for time here, Matt. I'm sorry. I love you, Marco Casper. Oh my God! I'm sorry. I love you. Boom. Yeah, hitting the ground. Blood everywhere. 
Matt, another Matt super kicking another 19 year old, three years of club control in a position of need. Not a huge guy, but man, is he a fighter? He gets in there and he scrums it up, Matt. You're not impressed. Hey, there we go. Performance art. He's on board. Saying, Let's trade him away. The only that. thing I don't, the, the thing is, I don't want to kick him too hard because I like this is this is legit where I think we could we could really use this trade piece and you know if not yeah. now in the off season to to upgrade this team. Um, and uh, quick another good one. Producer Gru asking, would you guys keep or trade Ghost and Perron at the deadline? I think if you're trading those guys, then February went really bad. Yeah, I I agree. If if it had gone really bad and we're at that point, I am absolutely trading both of these guys. If there's if we, any interest at yeah, all, whatever we can we get know, back. How many games was it? Was it fourteen? If we no, I think it was only like twelve, right? Um, yeah. I mean, if they go like three and nine, then they're probably getting moved because we've tumbled down the standings. So I think it the the question um, would just pivot to. Are we going to have to trade those guys? Because we had a rough February. Um, so, yeah, I think both those guys could get a little value for you. But, um, God, I, I hope that we don't have another terrible pre-trade deadline month. That would really kill me. Yeah. Oh, uh, Derek Hand, it's coming, buddy. It's coming. Derek Hand uh, threw out there that uh, Marco Casper is heating up. So <laughs> I think we talked about a week or two ago about his yeah. three goals and two assists. So, uh and he won like player of the week or something um i don't deny that for all of these guys there's definite potential but i i there's not enough that i've seen that i'm not taking a phone call on any of these guys um uh, also, jared showing his age with the friends reference and me showing my age by knowing that friends reference damn it damn it jared, jared you got me jared keeping ghost trading peron uh, Dan uh, B also throwing in uh, some flowers for Marco, future Selkie nominee. Woo! But yeah, he's not quite there offensively. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about a Selkie nominee, the way the NHL works, you have to put in some offense. So yeah. Um, so performance art. <sighs> this is the last one, Matt. I'm sorry. I love you. This team barely has any goaltending. Their best goaltender. Oh. Yeah, before you even say it, Trey Augustine looks great. Kosa, you're gone. Boom. Oh, no. Man, he's the tallest, tallest almost in the, the game. What are you doing? <laughs> Trey looks great. We'll, we'll line that up. Alex no, Lyon looks great. No. Trey looks great. If there's a call coming in on Kosa, I'm taking the call. This I mean, Trey Augustine team. is having success in the NCAA. This isn't the success that Kosa had in the little baby league when he was with the Edmonton King. Man, this is a team that trots out uh, guys named Magnus. Uh, guys like Nedeljkovic, uh, they they bring in jabronis like James Reimer. Uh, they watch Vili Huso struggle. Can we really afford to let the second tallest goalie we've probably ever had in Sebastian Kosa? Yeah. You're gonna let let him get super kicked into oblivion? Yeah, Trey Augustine, I'm I'm all about. I I, I like the way he looks. I guarantee it. Um, but um, okay, I'm I'm gonna get in so much. We're just I said, we're now we're eight minutes over. I'm going to get super murdered here. Uh, but this is a short episode. Mike, real quick, how do you save the All-Star game? Uh, it was in our show title. Uh, I don't look at the show titles. When you out of your mind. Um, your idea. Five seconds. I don't know. Cool. I, I can't see it. I don't know where it is. Just 
What do you mean? How do you change the? How do you update the? Oh, I thought you were saying you wrote down my good idea. Um, I did. My good, my good idea is to uh, invite Michael Scarn and Goldenface to shoot at each other. Then I'd probably watch the All Star Game. All right, ready? We're gonna end the show on this one. Never do it again. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. <laughs> I don't care about the All Star Game. You guys have a good one. Uh, we'll catch you next week.